boom. If it's Sunday, if it's Christmas Eve, you're probably wondering, why the fuck are we live right now? Hold on, I'm checking the sound. I sound great. Yes, it is the effing podcast. It is a solo show. There is no Branson. There is no Kelly Joe in the building. It is just I holding it down. There is no Buddha behind the camera to tell me what the hell is going on. It is just me, myself, and I. And that countdown was extra long. Let me tell you why. Okay, this laptop that I have right here that I'm streaming off of is not the normal laptop we do on the show. This is my personal laptop, and I decided I was going to go live earlier today. So I went out and about to Rockville, because I'm in Maryland, and I purchased a nice big ring light, which is not, in my honest opinion, bright enough. And the only reason I purchased this one is because it has a nice little microphone holder on it, so it can hold the mic. But uh, I planned on going live. I'm not going to be live uh, too long today. I was just kind of feeling the need to do a pop-up show because I had kind of been watching YouTube earlier today. I know there was no show yesterday. Uh, there was a lot of confusion going on yesterday. I'm not going to get into the details, but um, yeah, just didn't end up having a show uh it's christmas eve i saw a lot of pop-up shows coming up from a few podcasts i like and it kind of let me know that this is not a very christmasy christmas everybody's doing pop-up shows today which probably means they cleared their schedule and were spending expected to spend time with their families and friends and uh once it hit the 24th, they were like, man, fuck that. Let's go live. So I kind of had that same feeling, too. So I had to set up the laptop to, uh, you know, get ready to go live because, again, this isn't the one we normally use. And I was sitting down here for a whole hour setting up shit, getting ready to show, getting ready for the show. Started uh, pouring my alcohol. We got some uh, R Remy Martin in the cup right here. Don't worry, Papoos. Um, yeah, so I'm sitting here getting the show ready and I'm down here a whole hour. Soon as I hit the countdown, my stomach starts going, hey, baby. And I know what that means. So it, it, it just 15 extra minutes is what I needed. Hope everybody's feeling good today. Um, like I said, this is not a very festive Christmas. This has probably been the most un-Christmas Christmas I've had since being an adult. Um, it's been a pretty shitty day. N nothing major bad has happened. It's just kind of the lack of festive mood. Uh, that kind of sucks. Um, I didn't get as many gifts for people as I wanted because I didn't really care this year. Um... And that's pretty much been it. I hope everybody actually does end up having a great Christmas. But so far, this has been pretty shitty. Uh, but there's been a lot of uh, news going on. And that's a great thing. And by the way, I absolutely hate this angle. I'm, let, me, let me try and scoot up. 
I'll be wanting to scoot over and get in the middle of the frame and shit, but I don't want y'all to see all these dead plants right here that nobody's taking care of unless I come back home to Maryland and water them. And I don't want you seeing this side uh, with just papers and shit. So I was trying my best to find a good angle and I thought about getting a stand for my laptop so I could do this and be eye level with everybody. But in order for that to work, I would have to hold the laptop the entire stream. And I'm not doing that. So, it is the effing, it is me, B-Dub, holding it down for the weekend. There's been a lot of news going on. I'm not going to stay on here too long. I just wanted to kind of touch on a few things. Uh, as you can see with the titles, we've got a lot of things going on today. I, I kind of wanted to touch on the uh, Jonathan Major shit because... Uh, we we're, we're pretty good for making jokes last week uh, about him running into traffic with that white woman chasing him. Uh, we weren't aware at the time that he was going to be found guilty. But since then, he was found guilty. And I, I, I don't really agree with it. But that's the life uh, uh, of being an actor. Getting down with the swirl. Uh, Majors was seen guilty of assaulting and harassing uh, Jabari. Is is that her last name or whatever? Uh, so uh, I, he he gets sentenced next year uh, in March, on March twenty fourth. I don't know if he's going to see jail time. I doubt. I, I think he's most likely going to get probation and pay a lot of fines, and that's cool. I, I just hope he learns his lesson from that. You should have stuck with Megan Good first. And, and Megan Good, I don't really know what her stance is. Uh, don't really care. I got to pretend. You know what? I don't give a fuck about the Jonathan Majors trial. I'm just talking about it because everybody else is. Uh, you know, I'm sure me and Dr. Umar have the same stance on the Jonathan Majors trial. Uh, I do hope the brother gets himself together. Um... If there's one thing we can learn from this, brothers, yeah, you know, let's let's not forget our culture once we get a little bit of money, you know, because she, I don't even think she's American, but uh, to each their own. I, I, I don't really care what happens to Jonathan Majors. Really, my biggest thing is figuring out who's going to replace him in the Marvel Universe. That's kind of been my biggest thing. Who do you think should be good? I, I, I saw candidates such as uh, your boy John Boyega. I actually like John Boyega. Is that how you pronounce his name? I don't know how to pronounce his name properly. But, yeah, John Boyega's cool. My favorite movie from him, of course, is Attack the Block. Uh, love Attack the Block. One of my favorite sci-fi movies. Uh, John, that was his uh, debut. Love to see him in that. Um but as far as Jonathan Majors goes, don't think he deserves jail time. Uh, he just needs to uh, stop the swirl and get with his own folk. And I think that's pretty much all I got to really say on it. See, it's hard when you cover a topic at the end of the week because you've heard so much commentary on it. You really don't think there's uh, anything you can... Uh, add to the conversation that's constructive so me i'm the type of person if i don't really have anything to say i'm still going to say it because i think it's about beating the point into your head and all that shit but um let's talk about shit niggas really ain't talking about 
Um, like the list Jeffrey Epstein has, there is a list of people who came to Jeffrey Epstein's island, his uh, little fornification zone. Uh, it says more than 150 names may be public as part of a settled civil lawsuit against a British socialite, Ghislaine Mac. I don't know how to pronounce that bitch's name. Uh, who was found guilty of conspiring with uh, Jeffrey Epstein to S.A. underage girls. For those that don't know what S.A. means, it's not San Antonio. Uh, but um, for it, there was uh, apparently S.A. for underage girls for at least the past decade. Um, so I guess in response to all of this craziness, they are about to release... A list of all the people who were visiting that island and I'm uh, a little curious to know uh, who the people were and uh, what their relate what their reasoning is for being on that island now I'm also somebody who's realistic I don't think every single person there who came to visit them was there to like you know diddle kids or anything like that but you know it, it is gonna be interesting to see uh, what names managed to pop up on this list and what scrutiny people are going to be facing uh, once these names are revealed and uh, see what's going to pop. So from my understanding now, as I see it, uh, there's going to be a list of about 170 names to be released. And from my understanding, only three names are being blocked. And I don't know who those three names are, but we kind of have an idea that they may be some very rich and powerful people. And you know what? I'm cool with this. Uh, I don't know. I I'm pretty sure if you were on that island, I can't sit here and say everybody on that island came to do some damage. But you know some people did come on that island to do damage. And I'm kind of curious to see how this is going to play out and uh, the amount of shit it's going to start. But I also understand whatever they did to Jeffrey Epstein, they're probably going to do to some of these other people on this list, which is why people are fighting so hard to not have that shit revealed. Uh, and I'm just kind of curious to see what's going to happen. So from uh, it looks like uh, he was recruiting and grooming teenage girls. Uh, for encounters uh, uh, from 94 to 2004. So it's a lot of shit going on there that you need to take a further look at. I'm curious to see what's going to be popping uh, once that list comes out. But uh, besides Jeffrey Epstein, uh, I'm, I'm sure. Let, 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 let's just stop bullshitting and get into the shit that I know uh, that's been popping. Um. The internet world has been in an uh, uproar regarding T.D. Jakes uh, and this alleged accusation of him being a uh, power bottom. I, I'm going to be real. I'm slow as shit. I just found out what a bottom is from watching Kendra G's dating show. I do not know what goes on in that community. Don't really care. Uh, you know, that's their business, but... I did find out last year what a bottom was. That's wild. I don't know what a power bottom is, and I really don't care to know. There's just certain things from that community 
that can stay within that community. I don't need to know the every details of roles and assignments from that community. Do I believe it's real? Not really. Uh, I don't believe TD Jakes is a power bottom. Um, but I don't trust TD Jakes. First and foremost, this nigga is at a P. Diddy party and he's supposed to be a pastor. Now, I'm sorry. If you're a pastor, there's no reason for you to be at a P. Diddy party unless you're there for like leading group prayers, which I don't know. And to be honest, TD Jakes is somebody I never trusted. That man has always had a huge head and a little body. And I think if you're anointed by God, you should be a little bit more proportioned. I don't think it's right. I don't trust a black Santa Claus looking nigga with an oversized head and a little body. He's up to something. I don't know if he's anointed by God, but I'm a little curious to know uh, how this plays out. But I, I saw T.D. Jakes's response where he said he's not in a position to answer lies. And, you know, I, I felt like his response was a little bit more. I think it opened up more questions and shit. You know, I, I don't know. The weird thing about this whole T.D. Jakes thing is like topics like this. I'm so used to Branson and Kelly like taking over the topic and adding more to it, you know, because I'm just like, I don't know anything about T.D. Jakes. I, I, you know, just I know he's a reverend. Uh, he reminds me of Santa Claus. You know, that's it. I don't know. I don't read his books. I don't watch his sermons. I, personally, I, I've always smelled bullshit from niggas like that. And that's why I never really gave him much energy. But for the record, I, I, I do not believe uh, what they're accusing him of. I, I Do I believe there's something there? Yes, of course. I believe something is there from them parties he was hanging uh, with Diddy at. But I definitely don't believe he's a... Uh, a powerful bottom. I don't I don't know what that means. And this is the time uh when Kelly and Branson would come in and they would add to the topic. Cause after I've said what I said, I don't give a fuck about no T D Jakes. Uh I, I I really don't give a fuck about Diddy. Uh but I do uh you know, I, I don't believe any of this shit. Um Let's get into some other shit. What the fuck? Why are there noises coming from here? Okay, that's weird. All right. There was some more news, uh, I guess, between Simone Biles and her husband, uh, Jonathan Owens. It's been a bad week for Jonathan's. Um, they were on uh, the podcast. I forgot the name of it. Let me pull it up. They were on a podcast with Ryan Clark. And uh, they I guess Jonathan Owens was basically telling the story of how he met Biles uh, on Raya, which is a very exclusive dating app that I can't get into. You know, I thought I was elite, but I'm not elite enough for Raya. Uh, so anyway, uh, Jonathan Owens and Simone Bile uh, were on the Pivot podcast. Uh, so they were discussing how we met. Um, he was saying how he was the prize. 
And it was enough to piss off the same black women um, who shitted on Simone Biles in March when she got married to the guy, you know. I, I think what it is is black women secretly want Simone Biles to be, like, unhappy because, like, nothing this girl does appeases black women. She got married to Jonathan Owens in, like, April, and black women went in on her edges and her weave and her natural I mean not her weave her natural hair uh, so they lit her ass up and was saying all this fucked up shit about her natural hair at her wedding and her edges and all this shit and then we jump to this week where her and her husband are on the pivot podcast and I guess her husband made the mistake of feeling good about himself and saying he was the prize and too many lonely bitter women's dismays i guess it upset a lot of women and i'm still kind of in the uh what did he say wrong he's a prize i mean pause but i mean the niggas in the nfl any any black man in the nfl you can land is a prize you know we've gotten to this point in society where black men are being blasted just for feeling good about themselves this nigga busted his ass to get to the NFL, feels pretty good about himself, and just gets torn a new one for just basically believing he's a catch. And he did what a real nigga's supposed to do. He bagged, he bagged Simone Biles and had her drive an hour to see him. Okay? And I have no problems with Simone Biles, but fellas, have you ever thought, you know, about Simone Biles? Nah. Uh, you know, I think she's an incredible gymnast, but, you know, I've never saw Simone Biles and was just like, yeah. Uh, you know, she's four foot eight and a hundred, I think, and three pounds. So, um, that's never been a desire of mine. And, and I'm not. I'm trying so hard not to like diss her or anything because I don't think she needs to be dissed or anything. But, you know, I don't think there's a nice way to say, you know, he he I guess he is the prize. I don't know how to do this shit because here's what we're going to do in 2024. We're going to stop listening to miserable women because miserable women create these situations where you just can't win. Like I said, one minute they're defending Simone Biles. The next minute, they're tearing her down because of her edges. So when you deal with miserable women, there's nothing you can really do to win unless it's just so unfair to yourself. You know, I, there's nothing you can do about it. Um, so in, in regards to all this going on, you know, I, I think Simone Biles is kind of cute. I just... I just don't see where there's a herd of niggas that's going to be, you know, scheming on his wife. You know, I, I wish them much love there. They, they seem pretty cool with each other. So, you know, here's what we're going to do in 2024. I feel like, fellas, we just all need to level up and just leave miserable women behind because there are just so many of them. And I want you to remember that women... Uh, basically, there's more of them than us. So it is very possible to leave every lonely woman by herself, and there's still plenty of women left that can 
like get with you and be cool. Uh, so I I feel like there's just no winning in this situation. Uh, you know, we've gotten to a point where misery loves company and people are just finding reasons to be miserable. And also what I really think this is, is there a lot of passive aggressive women out here who have had men screw them over and that passive aggressiveness does not allow them to express their emotions to the people that are actually fucking with them. So what they like to do, of course, is take that anger out on people they don't know, like celebrities. Because, you, you know, women can talk shit about Jonathan Owens and, you know, he's never going to, like, crack your fucking forehead like your baby dad did. But um, I think the misery is just a little bit too much, man. It's gotten to the point where men can't even feel good about themselves without some sort of controversy. And, fellas, it's okay to think you're a prize if you actually are a prize. You know, uh, do I think I'm a prize? Fuck yeah. Yeah. And it's fucked up. People would have to actually know me in real life to understand how much of a prize I am. Um, We've just gotten to a point now where I guess... It's it's uh, maybe low class to say you are a prize. And, of course, if you do feel you are a prize, you got to sit here and run down a resume. But, you know, I'm not going to do that. Any woman that's in my life will understand why I say what I say about myself. Um, we just got to normalize positive self-esteem in our community, man. We've gotten to a point where just niggas feeling good about ourselves is threats. And uh, we, we got to leave that dumb shit behind um, in 2024. You know what I'm saying? There, there are just too many people uh, spewing negativity now that we give too much light to. And I think the reason we pay attention to these people so much is because there's so, you know, there's so many people with so little positive shit going on in their lives. So now misery loves company. There's a lot of lonely women. And that's the cool thing about being a single guy. We don't have that anger. You know, I saw Jonathan Owens and Simone Biles together and I'm like, hey, bro, congratulations to you. But, you know, cool. I never like looked at him in a negative light or looked at her in a negative light from all this shit you see women on facebook reaching and fellas you know what i recommend if you really want to like piss people off in 2024 just ignore them i'm gonna tell people and i think i mentioned this last week when i was with uh branson and kelly joe I wanted to share my New Year's resolution that I made in 2022 for this year in 2023. And the reason I wanted to bring it up is because, you know, we're at the end of 2023 and I stuck with this resolution throughout the year. I don't feel right telling people my resolution before the year comes. I mean, you know, before we get into the new year. I think that's sucker shit. I think people who make resolutions are weirdos anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, who announced those resolutions? I always found that weird. You know, there'll be a motherfucker smoking a cigarette in November talking about, yeah, I'm going to quit next year. Like, nigga, quit now. Why do people sit here and, and set these goals up? 
I don't believe you anyway, because usually when you stick with something, you're already practicing it or people notice it before you would make an announcement. One thing I did uh, this year that I said I was is I stopped arguing with random people on the Internet. And uh, I'm not going to lie. This shit has been so much better for me because I'm one of those people who always feels that I'm smarter than the average person. And the reason I feel that way is because I am. Um, and uh, one of the things I, I think that I was always eager to prove was that I was smarter than other people. And I think that's what kind of baited me into some arguments in the past. This need to prove that I'm mentally superior to you. And then I realized I'm mentally superior to you. I don't have to prove myself to you. Who cares what you think? We're not having this debate for you to learn. We're having this debate so you can feel like you've won. And if I'm the mentally superior person, you're never going to win against me. You can only think you win. So I learned these arguments are a waste of my time because I like to debate if it means you're going to get hip to some new shit. If you're going to learn something from me, I will take the time to debate you. If you're an ignorant ass motherfucker, I'm not wasting my energy debating you. There's no point. You're not going to learn anything from it. You're not debating to be uh, right or you're not debating to, you know, introduce a new side of view, a new point of view. You're just debating to win. And uh, if you ain't saying shit, you got it. I'm not here to uh, better people with debates. That's one thing I had to stop doing. Um, one thing I had to stop doing in relationships, I had to stop giving women feedback to make them better people. Uh, you know, because one thing I had to realize is if um, I'm dating a chick, and we decide to break up or she breaks up with me or I want to break up with her. I don't believe in giving her feedback that's going to make her better. I don't want you to be better for the next man. I just want to leave you as is and just walk off. And that's a good thing because I'm not into breaking people down. I'm not into like doing excessive damage to your psyche or anything like that. I am a proponent of simply walking away and disappearing like you've never seen me before. And nobody has to tell me. That is fucking toxic. It is super toxic. I can tell you it's an issue uh, with communication. Uh, and I don't advise people to follow my steps. But <laughs> I'm not going to stop doing it. I'm just one of those people. It's better for me to just walk away because I'm always going to feel like I'm mentally superior. I'm always going to feel like I have to explain myself. And uh, it's not going to do anything positive for neither one of us. We're not going to learn. And I definitely do not want to give you any positive feedback that's going to make you a better woman for the next guy. I'm not here to better you. In fact, that's why I don't say anything. In fact, when I break up with women, I just be like, everything your intuition told you about me is correct. Whatever your intuition said about me, it was right. And you should always, 100% of the time, trust your instincts. And the next guy you meet after me, whatever your instincts tell him about him, you should trust those too. And then 
That's how I leave. I just I get very dismissive when I want out of a situation because I just want out the situation. I don't care what you think of me when you leave the situation. You could think I'm the biggest piece of shit in the world. As long as you leave me the fuck alone, that's the end goal. So uh, that's how I feel on that. We aren't even talking about Simone Biles and her husband anymore. We just use this as an excuse to get in my personal life. I like that. Hey, did you all see Taraji P. Henson uh, complaining and shit uh, about not getting paid fairly in Hollywood? I got to say, it's 2023. Uh, we're at the end. And it still amazes me how black people are always crying about not getting a fair shake in Hollywood as if we ever got a fair shake in this motherfucker. We never did. Hollywood is over 100 years old. And it's partly responsible for all the negative mainstream stereotypes people have about black people. Uh, uh, you know, like Birth of a Nation, D.W. Griffith's Birth of a Nation. You know, that that's where a lot of the stereotypes white people have for black people came from. You know, the big eyes, the watermelon eating. Well, you know, a lot of that shit, those stereotypes that, that you have of black people came from Hollywood. Um the black people being associated with watermelon that came from a thomas edison uh little film clip he made of two black men eating watermelon in a very wild manner it was like this little one minute clip i don't even know if it was a minute long and it showed a black man just gorging out on watermelon and ever since then the stereotype of black people being associated with watermelon came so Hollywood is really responsible for a lot of the negative stereotypes that people have of African-Americans, black folks like me. And they're also responsible for a lot of the negative images you see of other races. You know, uh, you remember there have been a lot of people who have duct taped their eyes. I mean, who have put masking tape on their eyes to appear Asian. So everybody has caught, you know, that racism bug from Hollywood. I have no idea why Taraji P. Henson keeps thinking she's going to get a fair shot, especially when Monique complained about this and Taraji didn't say anything. But I can tell you what the deeper uh, thing going on there is. A lot of these black women who, do, who are actresses, they just don't care they're getting fucked over if they have a man in their life. So you, you have Gabrielle Union and D. Wade. You know D. Wade got that paper. Uh, she's not as concerned as Taraji P. Henson about getting underpaid because she has a very huge multimillionaire husband to supplement her income. So there's a lot of single black women that are feeling the bite from Hollywood a lot more than women like Gabrielle Union. Um, so with Taraji P. Henson, you know, I, I remember her being associated with a lot of men in, throughout her 30s and 40s while she was in Hollywood. So I'm sure... When she was dating men with money, this issue wasn't as big of a deal to her as it is now. The one thing I got to say is Hollywood has never given niggas a fair shake. I don't know why you think it would be in this time, especially when guys like Tyler Perry exist who created their own table instead of begging for a seat at Hollywood. And, uh, you know, being an actor or actress is similar to being a rapper or a singer. You know, it's kind of... In terms of uh, the chain of pay, you're at the very bottom. You're the last person to get paid. Personally, I don't understand how people can just act. 
uh, considering they're not getting a fair shake in Hollywood. I always felt like if you're an actor, you have to have a second hustle that can ensure you get getting money. Like maybe you can direct, maybe you can produce projects, maybe you can executively produce projects, or maybe if you're somebody like LL or Ice-T, you can switch back to doing music and flip the script and go on tour and make money, uh, you know, while you're getting fucked over in your acting jobs. But, you know, that's life in Hollywood. You got to pick up a second I assume you would have to pick up a second trade. It's not enough to just be an actor or an actress. You've got to have uh, a rapport and stretch out that resume and, you know, have films, have, you know, a lot of stuff that uh, you you can take a look at and gain money from. I I just don't understand why people keep thinking you're going to get a fair shake in Hollywood when you're not. That's just how life works. Um, Plus, look at how they did Monique. Everybody left Monique when she spoke up and said it. And you know why that is? It's because Monique isn't attractive. People didn't find uh, Monique attractive. So her words were falling on deaf ears. And uh, I think that definitely plays a major part in perception. A lot of people didn't want to stand behind Monique because they didn't find her to be attractive. And uh, I don't understand why her attraction kind of uh, garnered support. But, you know, that's the way it works. Uh, Unfortunately, I do feel like um, more people have to get fucked over until there's a change. But I'm also somebody who understands, you know, the point of diversifying your uh, portfolio. Um I think that's very important so you can keep that money coming in and get opportunities to get, uh, you know, different opportunities going. Uh, I also think um, Taraje didn't support her back then because she didn't care. Um, But I feel like as women get older, like Taraje, she's in her 50s. There's going to be less opportunities to get that man with money to supplement your income. And that's why at 50, it's a bigger problem for her than when she was in her 30s dating all of the the Hollywood elite black men who, you know, were most likely giving her money and helping her out with stuff. But uh, I I felt like people didn't support Monique because they didn't like her. Um, I think she she Monique kind of pissed all of her supporters off. First of all, she had a huge supporter of fat girls, which she lost when she lost weight. Then she uh, got to be skinny Monique with the giant head, little body, the, the TD, the female TD Jakes. And uh, once she got skinny, she started telling sisters not to put bonnets on and what not to do. And I think she lost favor with, uh, you know, a lot of sisters in that regards. And uh, I think it's a shame because I do believe Monique was right. But I also believe you have to have tack in delivering your message. And for her, um, I don't believe there was a lot of tack in Monique's way. She was very direct and just came forward. And I definitely believe that kind of turned a lot of people off. So it's unfortunate, uh, but that's how it is in this game of life. So if you are somebody interested in doing movies or being an actor... You just got to be prepared to have multiple hustles. You've got to be prepared to uh, 
produce, direct, write, you, you know, be be there to work with somebody, create your own shit, you know. Uh, you just got to be uh, ready to do you. Uh, and with that said, there's been a lot of uh, craziness in Hollywood. Um, there's another issue going on with Vin Diesel having a lawsuit filed in L.A. with him uh, by, uh, I guess, a former assistant to... Uh, to him he he was an act uh she it's a woman uh this is gonna sound kind of fucked up but whether it's true or not isn't that kind of a relief you know because you hear a former assistant to actor vin diesel and you go damn another closet nigga and you're like no she's a woman you're like whew and then you're like wait a minute i i shouldn't say that out loud because you know it's a it's a sexual battery charge and, and you're just like, well, you know, at least it's hetero. And, you know, nobody's coming out the closet. Nobody's nobody's power bottoming anybody. And that's pretty cool. Um, so that that's the thing. Um, so basically with this uh, Vin Diesel lawsuit, the plaintiff uh, states that she was hired uh, by Diesel's company, uh, by Vin Diesel's company uh, to work with the actor in Atlanta uh for fast and furious five um she accompanied diesel to parties and uh was in close physical proximity to him and uh basically he said uh one night um diesel uh grabbed her wrist one one with each of his hands and pulled her onto her bed when they were at a hotel together she asked him to stop and waited by the front door of the suite for him to leave. And uh, she claims, um, oh, and the woman's name, because I thought it was like anonymous. Her name is Asta Jonasson. I don't know how to pronounce that. It's J-O-N-A-S-S-O-N. I was about to say it like Scarlett Johansson, but there's no H in it. Uh, but instead, so uh, saying the lawsuit, uh, he began to grope her breast, kiss her chest. And she begged him to stop. Uh, so uh, from there, uh, it says Vin Diesel dropped to his knees and pushed her dress up towards her waist and molested her body, running his hands all over her upper legs and inner thighs. Um, pinned her to the wall, placed where Diesel pinned her to the wall, placing her hand on his erect penis it's weird saying penis uh, yeah even as she verbally refused he masturbated uh closing her eyes trying to disassociate herself from the uh sa and to avoid angering him i don't know what to make of this uh, i can't sit here and say she did this or he did that he's you know, I, I don't know what's going on with this. I do kind of want to see how the woman looks because, you know, it's fucked up. But, you know, you, you see a woman and how she appears and you just want to know. Uh, mm, let's see. She's cute, but not S.A. cute. <laughs> that's fucked up um I don't know what to make of this 
I don't know this woman. I don't know if she's one of those hustler women that are making up false allegations. I don't know if Vin Diesel is really, uh, you know, an asshole. I know there was some sort of beef between him and The Rock. So I I don't know what to make of this. I I can't condemn anybody just because I don't know the situation. I'm going to see how this plays out. And uh, we'll see what happens. And maybe as more details come out. I might be uh, a little more inclined to make a judgment and figure out what's uh, what sides are what sides are what. But yeah, um, for the record, fellas, another thing we got to do or stop doing in 2024. Not saying Vin Diesel did it, but stop putting yourself in these positions. Again, I'm not saying he did or didn't do this. I don't know. All I'm going to say, though, is, you know, be cautious of women around you. Uh, And this has nothing to do with the Vin Diesel. It just brought something to my mind. Uh, I've had a few females lie on me in, in the past decade or so about shit that I've done and not done. Nothing, nothing of a sexual, you know. Nothing crazy, I guess. I think it's the wrong thing to do to bring up these memories right after talking about Vin Diesel doing essay to uh, somebody. This is not in that realm. I've just had a lot of women lie on me and say, uh, you know, say things about me that were not true. Uh, One thing I I recommend, fellas, just keeping neutral with women. You know, if she's not there for a romantic aspect you know if she's there for professional work be professional do what you do and and leave i think one of the most pathetic things especially now being in my 40s is niggas who don't know how to separate you know professionalism versus hitting on women like it's, it's gotten corny i remember there was a time in my 20s man when uh i was doing music we had a woman come over to my apartment to conduct an interview for a magazine and one of the one of my peoples who is no longer my peoples the whole time was trying to hit on this interviewer woman while she's talking to us it, it was a group thing so she was interviewing me uh and a couple people in a group and one of the dudes just kept hitting on her. Like, yeah, we, we should talk about this later. And I lost so much respect for this nigga. Uh, I just thought that was just some thirsty shit to the point where you can't let this woman do her job because you were thirsting that bad. It's pathetic. Uh, I've always felt it was pathetic since day one. I'm somebody, I don't care what a woman looks like. If it's time to be professional and do any professional shit we need to do, let's do that shit and let's do it the right way. I I don't, I'm not in the business of wanting to make people uh, around me feel creeped out or awkward. But also at the same time, I am dub. You're sometimes going to feel creeped out and awkward. It's just natural. I'll be talking my shit. Um... But, fellas, you know, anything that's non-romantic, keep it professional, man. Don't put yourself in a position 
to where women can misinterpret your signs or women are mistaking, you know, stuff as advances when they're, you know, um, I guess just be a little more neutered. I don't, that's not the right word, but yeah, you know what I mean? Calm that in, calm that fuck boy energy down in 2024. Um, you know, learn to fall back learn every vagina isn't you know yours or yours to have access to and uh you know just just keep it player man nothing is worse than a thirsty nigga and i know because i used to be a thirsty nigga somehow some way in my 30s i acquired water and that made me less thirsty but nothing was worth the thirstiest i have ever been was probably in my late 20s so yeah if you knew me in my late 20s you knew a very thirsty nigga you could have probably took advantage of and for a ride and you know that happened with a lot of women uh they they they, they got over on your boy dub that's why i had to be a little bit wiser in my 30s and figure out who to not associate myself with I also think one of the smartest things I did was to never fuck with your ex. If you break up with her or she breaks up with you, understand whatever happened between y'all was strong enough that you couldn't work it out while remaining together. Catch the L on that and keep it moving. Me, I'm the type when I'm done with the ex, I'm done with the ex. I never run back to them. I never like talk to them. I don't send them text messages where I think about them. I do not have any association with them at all. Uh, that's always been my thing. I believe if you broke up with me or I break up with you, uh, the issue was so severe, whatever it was, we couldn't work through it as a couple. So we were meant to not be together. We were meant to go our separate ways, find somebody else, leave me the fuck alone and that's my life um there was some new news on the federal level that i did want to share because i thought this would be much bigger news than it was but biden has pardoned marijuana use nationwide i thought this was something everybody would be hooping and hollering about but apparently nobody gives a fuck um Joe Biden basically announced he was issuing a federal pardon to any American who's used marijuana in the past, including those who were never arrested or prosecuted. Does that mean me? Because I have used marijuana in the past, and I've never been arrested. Or... This desk is wood. Uh, and I've never been arrested or prosecuted for it. So it's applying to all U.S. citizens and lawful permanent residents in the possession of marijuana for their personal use and those convicted of similar federal crimes. It also uh, forgives uh, weed smoke in D.C. as if he could do any fucking thing about that if he wanted to. Uh, it does not apply to individuals who have been jailed for selling the drug, which is... God! I didn't know that. Okay, I, I just found that out. I thought it meant anybody who was associated with weed, whether you used it, had it on you, or sold it, you were pardoned. Fortunately, if you sold it and you're uh, jailed for it, 
uh, it's still illegal and you weren't pardoned. Uh, including other marijuana offenses such as driving under the influence of an illegal substance. So uh, what does that mean? How do you pardon people who have never been caught for the crime they did? I don't get that. Uh, however, the pardons do not apply to people who violated state law, and anyone who wants to receive proof of a pardon will have to apply through the Department of Justice. So, I don't know now what that means. I thought it meant, I ain't gonna lie, I read the headline and I thought it meant all the people who were jailed for weed, you know, were gonna get released. But I guess if you were caught selling it, uh, you're gonna have to not get pardoned. So I guess everybody who had weed in their possession or smokes weed gets that pardon. But if you sold it, Joe Biden said, fuck y'all niggas. And he probably did use the (laughs) N-word. Hey, I'm Joe Biden. Fuck y'all niggas. I can't do a Joe Biden. I've been working on my Joe Biden imitation. Uh, I'm very, very downtrodden about the presidential elections coming up because... um, I'm not excited at all, and I don't really know how I feel about either party, the Democrats and the Republicans. It all sucks. It's all bad to me. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to wait till somebody convinces me to go uh, with the lesser evil, and I'll figure that out when the time comes. But, hey, uh, I'm going to get into this topic um, about Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz uh Cameron Diaz was like attractive in like maybe two movies. She was fine in the mask and then after that you're like what the fuck. But anyway, uh Cameron Diaz basically said uh it should be normalized for married couples to have separate bedrooms. Uh and she said it, it should be normalized uh for husbands and wives to uh go to sleep in separate rooms and uh she also said normalize living in different houses uh she said you know she has a house she can go to and her husband has a house they can go to uh i I, i'm sure taraji p henson would disagree with her but uh you know if that's to get down that's to get down uh, so basically it's a lot of married couples, I guess, complaining about not being able to sleep together. Uh, so there's, uh, issues with people having eye masks, earplugs, different bedtimes. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's something that really pisses me off. Every girl I've dated thinks when she goes to bed, I'm supposed to go to bed with her. And I don't get that shit. My normal bedtime is between the hours of 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. Just any time between that, those three hours when I get sleepy, I just go to bed. Uh, but I've dated women, and they go to bed at like 10 o'clock. And she's like, you coming upstairs? I'm like, no. Oh, I was going to bed. Bye. You know, I'm like, I, 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 don't, I don't understand women who expect me to go to sleep uh when they go to sleep and if any woman does that to me in the future here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna be like baby i'll go to sleep when you go to sleep 
But next week, you're going to have to go to sleep when I go to sleep. And I'm purposely going to stay up the latest as possible, like 4. I'm going to be taking no dose at 1 and 2 a.m., drinking coffee at 3 a.m. She'll be trying to pass out on the couch. And then I'll be, like, hitting her on her arm. Like, baby, wake up. Yo, one time I dated a girl like that. And we'd be watching movies. And I would fall asleep on the couch. And she would, like, shake me and wake me up. Like, oh, you're, you're going to miss the best part. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm about to damn sock you in the fucking face. You keep waking me up like that. That shit is crazy. Yeah, I don't appreciate people who wake me up when I'm asleep. Yo, that is like one thing that really aggravates me. If you do not want to be my girl, wake me up for no reason at all while I'm asleep. And I promise you, we'll be broken up by the end of the week. That is like my pet peeve. I'm one of those people who has trouble falling asleep. So if I manage to fall asleep, do not wake me up unless, you know, it's an emergency. If something is on fire, if I need to get out the house, that's cool. But if you see me asleep on the couch and you decide I need to wake up, don't do it. Don't do it. Do not do it. Just let me sleep. I promise you, I will love you in the morning, but I will hate your fucking guts. Hey, yo, one time a girl woke me up at 3 a.m., and I got so mad at her, I just left her crib. 3 a.m., I was just like, yo, fuck this. I can't sleep around you. That is, that is the worst feeling in the world for me. Don't be a woman I cannot sleep around. It's bad enough I'm already worried about you taking my wallet if I close my eyes. I don't need you jabbing me, elbowing me, fucking with me while my eyes are closed. All right. In fact, that's that's one of the things like that's one of my things. I can't sleep. It takes me like six months to get used to like sleeping next to this girl I'm dating. You know what I'm saying? Any girl I'm dating. I, it's like I'm used to sleeping alone. I'm used to being able to spread my arms out in the middle of the night if I need to do this. And I'm used to being able to let one off in the middle of the night before I close my eyes. Do you know how embarrassing it is when you're tired and your stomach is doing that? But you can't release it because there's somebody right next to you in the bed. So now you got to get up. You got to walk to the bathroom and do your... And then you got to take your stinking ass back to the fucking bed and get back in there. And that shit used to piss me off. Like, yo, I could fart in my bed, you know, free if you weren't here. But since you are here, I can't trust you and I can't fart. So that really upsets me. So I, I'm one of those people. I do believe what Cameron Diaz said is right. Uh, plus, I have a CPAP machine I never use. Uh, I just think if your sleep schedules are that far apart and difficult, I do really, I kind of agree with her. And you can afford to do so. I would recommend sleeping in separate rooms. Hell, I don't recall. I don't recall my parents sleeping in the same room for like the last 20 years of my life. They always were in different rooms when they fell asleep. And I never looked at it as anything odd or weird so uh that sleep that sleep is a motherfucker yo 
That's that's what breaks couples up. If I can't sleep comfortably around you, we are not going to last. And you can quote me on that. But uh, I've covered all the topics I planned on covering. I did not expect to do a long show. Truth be told, I was expecting to be done before midnight. And I got a whole 11 minutes. <laughs> 